You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to listen and talk. And Heather Brittany, the Stella Donut Goddess Gals, right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. We're next. Hold up your head, look for the signs. You'll find all you need in the light that shines. Believe in yourself and all that you do. And you'll be the star that's shining for you. Marissa, are you ready yet? I know you can hear me. You are not missing school again. Marissa! You trying to be a nobody or something? Let's go! Alright then. Hit it. I know you can hear this. Hey guys, move closer. Girl, I am not leaving. Hey, whatever it takes, don't let your friends drop out. A real friend can make all the difference. Cut that noise, yo! I'm coming! Took you long enough. Thanks for the help, guys. For more ways to help, go to OperationGraduation.com. A public service message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. A pair of thunder thighs. Big ones, too. That mom who's been swimming a lot with her kids must have lost them. Whoa. I heard about this happening once up at Laguna. Small step number 54. Play with your kids. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Listen. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. Studio A. Partners, welcome to Radio's Finest Power Hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, a program of positive book talk with authors and experts that will help you exceed and excel in life. This is our Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew segment, and my name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And of course, we are the Stella Donut Goddess Gals, here with you every week as your personal growth success coaches. To help you pump your energy, love, learn, laugh, listen, and lead and live your dreams through books and media. We are a show about following your heart, doing what you love, bubbling with enthusiasm. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions. 
coaching you to be the star of your own life. For more information on getting your private consultation over the phone, call 925-377-7827. And this is by Carlos Castaneda. The trick is in what one emphasizes. We either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves happy. The amount of work is the same. It's up to you. And Thomas Fuller says, be a friend to yourself, and others will be so too. I think that is a very good way to go. Well, our purpose in providing you show is to communicate to you that you already possess everything you need to be the writer, the producer, and the star of your own life. In today's show, we're going to start off with Heather's going to be talking about what does that mean, all those crazy sayings that we say without thinking, and we don't even know what they mean. Following that, we're going to have Ivan Burnell, best-selling author, back on our show, Living in the Unlimited Universe and How to Reach Your Fullest Potential. And then in our final segment, New York Times bestseller Tim Sanders is back with Saving the World at Work, What Companies and Individuals Can Do to Go Beyond Making Profit to Making a Difference. And Heather, we love this, don't we? Because we want to make money and make meaning. Exactly. We can do both, can't we? Turn your passions into profits. Give us the rules of our show. Most definitely. You, we want you to smile, have fun, and be willing to take that chance to be wild and crazy. Because and that means you're taking a risk and you're having a lot more fun in life. Well, again, I want to announce before we go into our topic, the two great opportunities for all of you writers out there. First of all, Be the Star You Are is sponsoring its fifth annual national essay contest the first prize will win $100, plus you'll get a guest appearance on the show. You'll get published. You'll also uh, be in our newsletter and websites, etc. And then uh, the second thing, and this is a biggie, is that we are publishing a new book, and hopefully it's going to be two, Be the Star You Are for Teens and Be the Star You Are for Women. And our t- uh, tagline will be 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, leading and learning to make a difference. Uh, We want you to submit your story of 630 words or less. We're talking to publishers right now. And if anyone is interested in actually being a sponsor for the book, make sure to get in touch with us. The proceeds are going to benefit the charity, and we're so excited about it. So go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. That's www.BeTheStarYouAre.org. That is the charity website that brings you this radio show. And you can click on Essay. Just click on the right where it says Write in the left-hand column, and you'll see the Essay Contest and this opportunity to be in a new book. So I'm excited, Heather. Have you started working on your chapter yet? Oh, it's going. Every day is a new chapter. (laughs) That's true in your life for sure. Well, you'll now have at least two books you can uh, put something in for women and for for teens. So getting to our topic for today, do you ever find yourself just spouting out the sentence that you really didn't design? It's just been said so often that it's second nature. What we're doing in today's Two for Two is we want to analyze those phrases that are often used without thinking. For example, how many times have you said, uh, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater? Or, you know, uh, still, rudder, still waters run deep and dirty. <laughs> or you reap what you sow. Or a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. What does all this mean? And why are we continuing to say them? So, Heather, you've done your research again, and you're going to give us some of the backstory. Exactly. Well, you know, it's so funny. Growing up, and I'm sure you've had the same thing, too, 
is I've always heard these phrases. And over time, I've realized I even started to say them, but not knowing the meaning, just kind of knowing the correct timing of when to, you've kind of picked up on other people's cues of, you know, something happens and that's a phrase you commonly say. And sometimes, you know, I just kind of once that time stopped to myself and thought, what does that mean anyway? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, Why am I saying this? Exactly, you know, because it's so, and a lot of things in my studies, a lot of things had come from biblical times or even Shakespearean times, and over time it had, you know, become different rhetoric. Um, so I'm going to go over a few of them today. If these are common things you've said and you don't really know, and these are ones I have questions. First, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I always, you know, every time I, even in a women's studies class, we had talked about that, and, and uh, someone had once told me, you know, it was something about how all the children had to wash in the same um, water, and by the time it was the baby's turn, you know, the baby was in the last one. But even when I was getting this, you know, the actual historical background, it, it made no sense to me. So just in, you know, in plain American terms today, when you hear someone say that to you, it means to keep the valuable things. Um, when you use the expression, we want to keep the valuable things when we get rid of the bad things. So it's saying, you know, while you're getting rid of the bad things in your life, like the, the, the dirty water, you know, make sure that you keep the good things. You know, while, while you may be getting rid of um, toxic friends, make sure you really are paying attention to the good friends. Those well, Heather, I want to say something about the bathwater because, you know, growing up on the farm and... And it may end up happening again now that Northern California has water <laughs> shortage. But there were five kids, and we all, and we didn't have a shower in those days. We just had a bath. And that's exactly what we had to do is, is you all had to take a bath in the same water. And my mom used to talk about how in her family, because there were eight of them, is it was the same thing, and she was the baby, and by the time she got to the bath, she didn't even want to take one. And so she <laughs> said she always thought, Hey, I want to be thrown out with the <laughs> Oh, God. Now, I want to ask you, in the acting world, uh -huh. we say break a leg. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I really don't know where that ever came from. Well, they kind of, you know, back, getting back to the Shakespearean stuff, I found this on an acting website. is because of the whole thing of, um, you know, size of 13, of it almost being a jinx if you wish someone luck that, you know, knock on wood, it's not going to happen. And uh, so, and There's I mean, another that's one. another Knock thing on too. Knock on wood, and and so it's kind of you know to reverse it by saying break a leg, you know, is a sign of good luck. When it actually, you know, it sounds like a horrible thing to say to someone, but it's really you know just saying um, wishing them luck because in the acting industry, because it is so much luck um, that there's so many people out there that are talented, and a lot of the times, only you know out of those thousand people that may be just so incredibly talented, only one actually even gets the, in, the opportunity to be interviewed or any of the things. So instead of, you know, all this luck, it's, it's a kind of a, a, a psychological reverse on it there. Well, do you happen to know if that particular saying, if it actually came from somebody breaking their leg? <laughs> I mean, really, I have a hard time. You know, I mean, I coach actors, and whenever I'm sending them off on an audition, like I was doing an actor this morning, I, I feel terrible saying go break a leg, you know, especially if they're a new actor and they really hadn't heard that said, and I have to always explain, no, 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 I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really pulling like, for what's wrong with this is, I really don't even know where it came from, and I really need to know. <laughs> I'll find you for another deeper deal. Okay. Um, so, okay, some other ones, you know, that, okay, feast today, famine tomorrow, that basically means that if you indulge 
um, with everything today that you won't have anything tomorrow. And that's such a big thing right now with the economy, how it was spend, 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 you know, buy, 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 and now, you know, buying on credit. And now that it's all gone, it is famine. Tomorrow, to, tomorrow is today. So it's really saying, you know, to save. And the same thing with a penny saved is a penny earned. And that was Benjamin Franklin who Ex- said that Exactly. One. And what that means is this means that we shouldn't spend or waste money but try to save it. So that's why a penny saved is a penny earned because you're not, you're not spending it and you're, you've earned it. You know, this is your money. And nowadays, you know, a penny seems like nothing. But let me tell you, I have started a, a little a piggy bank at our house that we just put all the loose change in. And every month we go turn it in, and there's usually about $35 in it. I've just See, I was changed. just going to say that. I just think that saving a penny is huge because if you do pick up those pennies on the street and you put them in a jar, after a couple of months you'll be surprised at how many pennies you have. So you're a good example that it works. <laughs> um, okay, another one was a wash pot never boils. Um, yeah, I this one didn't. This doesn't make sense when you're coming from you know a cooking sense because water will still boil whether you're watching it or not. And what that's really saying is some things work out on their own time. So being impatient and constantly checking will just make things seem longer. Um, so it's really, you know, kind of saying patience is a virtue. And as you said before, these are all kind of the metaphorical terms that may not, you know, they, there's got to be new slang uh, phrases today to come up with. Um, but a lot of them, you know, they are really, really old, but they still do have, you know, true value to them. Um, well, and I think that one's a good one, too, for the acting industry, because I always tell people a watched phone never rings. And I, I tell people, don't. <laughs> Very good. Your phone and You're wait coming for up with your own here. Now, just get out there and, and uh, be who you're supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Um, let's see here. Oh, okay, one was bad workers always blame their tools. And basically what that's saying is when people screw up, and you can use this in all other things that, um, you know, when people screw up, instead of saying, look, I messed up, I did, they blame something else. Oh, the reason, you know, the reason that the cake was terrible was, you know, because the beaters were broken. Or, you know, the reason I was late for school was because gas prices are expensive. Or, you know, that kind of thing. In that other words, it's just a very lame excuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Other ones. Did you have any, you know, regarding the acting world? That well, what about, you know, I, the, ro- uh, the one that Rolling Stone gathers no moss? And that one, you know, it's like the Rolling Stone, the music people, the Rolling Stones, actually took their name from that saying. And basically what that means is that a person in action is not going to get stagnant or stale. Because uh, if a stone just sits in one place and moisture hits it, it gets mold or moss, you know, it gets the green stuff around it. And so it becomes more of an inert substance. But, and that goes for people. If you don't keep learning, you don't keep growing. And that way you would just kind of get old and moldy. And, and <laughs> so that's one. And the other one that I use, have used a lot, or was also uh, big in our family, was the one that still water runs deep and dirty. And that used to be when you would meet somebody who was really, really quiet or shy or not outgoing at all, it was always a sign to be a little bit more cautious because there might be some ulterior motives Something, motive something rooted in deeper into it. And I it. must say, many people that I have met, now not all, not because you're shy, but a lot of people who just, you know, are not forthcoming with their ideas and thoughts, 
there's usually something going on behind there, so it's just <laughs> a little bit different. So give out the website. Oh, Heather. I just want to tell one, one of my favorite ones regarding the acting is that there are no small parts, just small actors. That's always, don't lose a bit, you know, no matter if you're an extra or you've got a huge thing, the fact that you're doing what you love, that's the greatest thing, so always that's appreciate That's the best. That. There are no small parts, just small actors. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, well, go to PetersCenter.com. That's H E A T H E R B R I T T A N Y.com. We'll be back in a minute with Ivan Vernell. We are going to live in an unlimited universe. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. This business of show business is all I want to be. Dancing in a Broadway show on the silver screen Singing lovely songs of love Is all I ever dreamed of This business of show business is No stroll in the park This business like You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to listen and talk. Once upon a time, there lived three energy hogs. Now, an energy hog is what you have when humans waste energy. One day, the three energy hogs set out to find themselves a cottage. Let's look for leaky windows, said the first energy hog, for he knew that would waste energy. Let's look for leaky doors, said the second. Let's look for a swing set, said the third, for he had more blubber than brains. So they set off down the road. Presently, they came upon a tiny cottage where dwelled a clever girl named Dreadylocks. I hope it has leaky windows, cried the first energy hog. I hope it has leaky doors, cried the second. I hope it has a bathroom, cried the third, for only his brains were smaller than his bladder. But Dreadylocks liked playing cool games at energyhog.org. And from energyhog.org, she learned how to use energy wisely. So the three energy hogs were forced to look elsewhere to waste energy and had to use the disgusting restroom at the gas station down the road. And the moral of the story is, to use energy wisely, log on to energyhog.org or waste not, hog not. This public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Let's sing that new song. My music track, track, track from my modem jack. Jack, Jack plays MP3s, threes, threes, and I download fast, fast, fast. I read the bits, bits, bits on the microchips, chips, chips, and I burn, burn, burn all my favorite hits, hits, hits. By the sixth grade, many girls lose interest in technology, but parents can help keep them updated. Go to girlsgotech.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Girl Scouts of USA and Ad Council. 